before a nine or a six-year-old kicks down the door and demands attention. Back on the air, you ugly lady. My name is Darian. I am back for another week of horror bullshit. Buddy is alive, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. He is alive. <laughs> I'm back. What's going on, bloody buddy? Oh, finally done with a lot of hours of work. A lot of hours, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen you since Halloween, dude. <laughs> I know. It's what nuts. the fuck is going on? <laughs> I am alive. You are alive. I heard rumors that you might be. <laughs> yeah. I said, I want, to, I want to see him with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. What's going on? How was your holidays? Uh, holidays was good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just nice to have those days off just on those days. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, like... You disappear. I know where you are. You're working the whole time. Mm-hmm. So you're not taking any breaks. You're no. not, you only. What do you get? Like every other weekend? Yeah, every like other that? weekend. I have my kids and and yeah, and here I am. Finally, yeah. finally, we're caught up. Dude. Peak is over. So, but this happens every year. Yes. about this time. Yeah, dude, you got to find another line of work <laughs> or something, man. You're gonna die on 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 like a uh, November morning. You're just gonna I find know, right? a skeleton in a warehouse somewhere. It's yeah. gonna be you. With an obscene beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to my day off tomorrow. Nice. You <laughs> yeah. got one day off tomorrow. Yeah. Can you get back to a human schedule, please? Yeah. Is it possible? E- eventually. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they find a way to clone you. <laughs> right. There's like four buddies. Oh, I would around. love that. There'll be like a podcast buddy, a husband buddy, a warehouse buddy. Um, Travel buddy. Biker buddy, of course. Yeah. Uh, Travel it, buddy. One buddy just dedicated to beards. <laughs> yeah. So, Bearded buddy. Bearded buddy. <laughs> Love it. Right on, man. Well, it's good to have you back. Yeah, thank you. Feels good to be back. Yeah, man. Uh, why We got a regular horror show to get into here, dude. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. Let's kick things off with a little horror news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Horror news. You got anything, old boy? Yeah, Smile 2. Lucas Gage joins the cast of Horror Sequel. Uh, Smile 2 is scheduled to hit theaters on October 18th this year. Ah. Huh? Ah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fine. It wasn't the best thing I ever saw. Yeah, well, it made $217 million. Yeah, that's why Bloomhouse is going to make 14 Smile movies. <laughs> I good, know, right? Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Bruckner's writing and directing a remake of horror classic The Blob. I'm we, into that. Yes, me too. 
Um, and the original movie also got a sequel. You think they're going to do a sequel? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it too. Okay, there was a uh, a remake that came out in '86. I think they, you've seen the original. Oh yeah, Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy. Oh it's yeah, a comedy. '86 yeah. remake was definitely horror with Shawnee Smith. Oh, the that's guy right. Gets, yeah, uh, schmutzed up in the uh, phone booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did that sequel back in 1972. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, Alan Wake comes to Dead by Daylight, uh, January 30th. And there's a little trailer out for there, out, out there for you, but uh, there's a lot of goodies that he's going to be doing yeah, in this. Yeah, he's going to get his own map. Uh, mm-hmm. No new killer. He's just going to be a survivor, though. Right. So that's quite, that's still pretty cool. I, I'm a completionist, so of course I'm going to put the eight bucks down on it. Yeah? Of course. <laughs> I have to. All right, well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, let's see if I have any stories left there thief of my stories uh looks like wednesday oh yeah it's getting a physical media release dude mm-hmm. i'm glad i'm glad it's about time right we got back to physical media yes you know what i'm saying because uh like the other day i wanted to watch uh hush on netflix it's gone mm-hmm. and there's no i can't buy it anywhere oh wow so it's i'm just never gonna watch that again hmm. i guess and neither is jason harrell so, because he wanted to watch it too. Now, neither one of us can watch it, buddy. Uh, good news, though. I got a guy on Etsy that, like, rips rips it off somehow. It okay. It makes, makes uh, Blu-rays. He did a couple seasons of American Horror Story for me. So oh, nice. I'm trying to get him to do Hush, but now I didn't ask in advance. Now he can't find it anywhere to rip it off. Oh, wow. So, we're fucked there. I probably shouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> I think I just got somebody in trouble. All right. Well, that sucks, man. I mean, it's good that they're releasing Wednesday. Yeah. They need to release some other shit. Right. You know? Like uh, The Haunting of Hell House. Hill House. Mm-hmm. That would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, all those. The Bly Manor. The uh, oh, yeah. Midnight Mass. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, dude. Think about it. Think about it, Netflix. You're losing money. Uh, looks like Scream Factory is upgrading the Child's Play and Carrie remakes to 4K. Okay. I'm into that. Uh, I will probably grab the Carrie one. Carrie one, one yeah. I want to say I've seen the Child's Play remake. Hmm. I know, but it wasn't Chucky. I think the doll's name was Buddy in that one. Was it not? I think it, I think it was. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird watching a Child's Play without <laughs> Chucky, right? Yeah. But then, I don't know. I'm not a big Chucky guy. Mm-hmm. So, Me I'm not a big killer doll guy, Buddy, right. is the problem. Yeah. He was good with his one-liners, but that was about it. Well, that's only, I mean, now he's having kids and getting married. Right. He thinks his kid is gay. <laughs> All right, now we're just being stupid <laughs> mm-hmm. is what we're boiling down to. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, if I buy one, I'll probably buy the other one. Uh, lastly, it looks like Julia Gardner has been cast in Lee Winnell's Wolfman oh. movie. Know the name Julia Gardner? Sounds very familiar. Uh, the curly-headed chick from... Ozark, is it, I think? The Jason Bateman show? Oh, yes. She was also in the remake of We Are What We Are. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very yeah. uh, very attractive young lady. I want to know if this Wolfman Lee Winnell thing is going to tie in somehow oh, to the Invisible Man right. Lee Winnell thing. He could be doing his own fucking uh, dark universe right, right under our noses, That's right. buddy. <laughs> you better talk to somebody. I want yeah. answers. Uh, More to come. I'm not going to get any answers. (laughs) Nobody talks to me. Uh, That's all we got on the horror news, dude. You ready for some uh, listener mail? Hell yeah. Let's get into it. (laughs) 
Listener mail. Yes, sir. We got emails and voicemails, all kinds of fun stuff here. Start things off with Sydney, Sydney, Australia there, buddy. All right. Uh, subject line was dummies from horror, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim, uh, subject line, why do you make us suffer, Darian? Mm. I don't know what I'm being blamed for, but I'm sure it's cruel and unusual. Uh, What's up, you beautiful legends? Happy New Year to you all. I went into 2024 with a positive attitude, with a positive outlook on life. Until. But then along comes Darian, that's me, who forced, he put forced in... Big oh. le- in uh, capital letters. Okay. Us to watch Amityville, Mount Misery Road. Oh, my gosh. And now my year is ruined. <laughs> my plan worked perfectly. <laughs> Thanks, you big D. <laughs> so, yeah, I did as you asked, Darian, and I checked out Amityville, Mount Misery Road, and I don't know why I wasted my time with this film. So my thoughts on this dumpster fire of a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie only goes 74 minutes, but 60 minutes of that could have been cut out. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. That's fair, yeah. We start the film with 10 minutes of credits, then another 10 minutes of a guy driving his car, then later on another 10 minutes of a wa- wasted on a girl dancing in a bar. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, yeah. That I, was a long That was long. A, We just could not shake her. We, <laughs> She just, uh, we'll get into that in immersion therapy. Uh, In fact, absolutely nothing happens in this movie until the last 20 minutes, and even then it was shit. I honestly don't believe this film has a script, but instead the actors just ad-libbed their lines, which were god-awful, plus the couple in this film are absolutely cringe, and upon doing some research, I found out these two are an actual real-life married couple mm-hmm. who not only are the main characters, but the directors as well. <laughs> directors, writers, everything. 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 <laughs> Editors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This film is bad. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> really bad, but I think you're correct, Arian. I think this is so bad, it's good. I didn't hate it. I actually had fun laughing at the movie. <laughs> okay, so Tara Dome. I'm taking Jesse for the win. I like him more. Alright, hold on. Hold your horses there, Timbo. Buddy, who do you think would win in a fight between Jesse Lee from Near Dark and Valak from uh, Vampires? Valak. Valak. I took Valak also. Uh, right on. Uh, Tim says Jesse. I get that. Oh, Darian. Or, oh, wait a minute. Uh, my top three. I'm saying just for the win. Speaking about vampires, here's my top three least favorite vampire films. Three, Lost Boys 2. Nothing compared to the original. Two, Lost Boys 3. Even worse. Number one, Interview with a Vampire. I just hate this movie. Could never get into it. That's fair. It's not really a horror. F- You've seen Interview with a Vampire. Oh, yeah. It's not really a horror film. No. It, it's it, literally what it is. The name of it. It's a interview with a vampire, but he's very it's a very fruity kind of a, you know. It, it's it's um it's basically Fabio with fangs, I feel like. Yeah. Uh oh Darian, you are a haunt. Yay, I win. That's it for me this week. Much love to everyone. Have a wonderful week. I am haunt. You nailed me. Nice. Well done, Tim. Very nice. Buddy, off the top of your head. Without thinking about it, what is the worst vampire movie you've seen? Worst one? Yeah. Immortality Yours. What the shit is that? It's just a piece of crap vampire <laughs> okay. film that's uh, 
Really bad acting. Yeah? Yes. Immortally yours, it's called. Immortally yours. Well, I am intrigued now. <laughs> Let me just take a quick gander at immortally yours. Immortally yours. <laughs> What's the worst movie? Oh, I've got to watch this now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you, oh, 2.2 stars on the <laughs> buddy. Wow. Think, is that, well, I guess, yeah, it's probably that bad. It's so bad that they actually stole the cover from Kiss of the Vampire. Oh, funny. To use for their movie. Wow. Trying to get people to watch it. Now, ho- hold on now. A coven of sexy modern-day vampires ravaged the American Midwest with their thirst for blood, while a romantic twist... Puts the vampires at odds. You're going to watch it now, aren't you? I, well, now I feel obligated. Yeah. What year is this? Uh, 2009. It stars absolutely nobody. Uh, written and directed by nobody. Yeah. This is... Uh, where is this, actually? This is currently streaming on Tubi. <laughs> For those who want to check it out. I'm putting it on my list right now, buddy. <laughs> Whew. Maybe we should do that for immersion therapy. I mean, it's, I feel like it's only fair. If you actually sat through Mount Misery Road, then... Might as well sit through this. I mean, I kind of got one coming, I feel I like. think Mount Misery Road is better than this. Really? Yes. That bad? Mm-hmm. Okay, ouch. Well, that was it on the uh, emails. How about some voicemails there, hot dog? Mm-hmm. How about we kick things off in beautiful downtown Anderson, Indiana, buddy. Here comes Coop Newcomb. All right. Hey, Darian. What's up, dude? I wanted to call in and get the uh, three on the meat hook out to you. Yeah, what do you think? The worst vampire movies. Yes, sir. So I'm going to agree with you. I believe you had said uh, Van Helsing. Yeah, that's a turd. Was one of them. That one was really bad. And I do remember feeling super disappointed when I, when I saw that in the theater. Me too. And to this day, I couldn't tell you a whole lot about it other than I remember it just sucked. It was poop. Mm. Um, number two, that Dracula 2000. You know, I remember oh, that one that. was a pile of shit. Gerard Butler. Uh, I don't know Dracula. if I even made it to the end of that one. Oh, <clears throat> you should check it out. Number one, to this day, awesome soundtrack, opposite for the movie, Queen of the Damned. Anyway, that one makes me mad, too. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, take it easy. That's all I got. Oh, it does have a kick-ass <clears throat> soundtrack. Oh, it sure does. I, uh, I believe I own that movie. I know, uh, what's her name there? Uh, Aaliyah, was it? Yeah. She was in it. Um, Walked really weird. Yeah, and uh, she was hot. She had yeah. like, a nice little push-up thing going on. Um I can't. I can't really remember anything else about it. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Oh yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, right on. Even I don't think it was that good of a movie. No. Uh, especially if it was supposed to be a sequel to Interview with a Vampire. Say what you will about mm. Interview with a Vampire. If you take your girl to see that, you're going to get laid. Mm-hmm. Guarantee that. Brad Pitt. Tom Cruise. Like him or don't, I don't care. Uh, but there's, I don't know, it just like completely diverted and I guess there was no mention of any of the previous events. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing there. Uh, here comes our main man in Alabama. Alan's in the house. Hey, Alan. What's up? What's up, big guy? Everybody's doing good. Um, Meat Hook, worst vampire movies. Okay. So I'm going to go, uh, number three, I'm going to go with, uh, 
Queen of the Damned. That's fair. <laughs> number two, I want to go Blood Rain, and number Blood one. Blood Rain. I don't remember it. I was so hungover when me and my friends went and saw it. Uh-oh. Like, we was probably awful sitting next to us in the theater. We, I know we were sweating out whiskey and nicotine. <laughs> and I remember falling asleep, and I ain't watched it since. Van Helsing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Darian, are you haunt? You got me. In Terradome. Give me Valley. You got it, buddy. Okay, so Mount Amityville, Mount Misery Road. Oh, you watched it, huh? Um, <laughs> that movie? Like, what, what can I say about it? That, I mean, it's so bad, it's bad. There's no... There's no... I mean, the, the chick's kind of trashy, hot. She is. What the fuck was up with her voices? The dude looks like he's never seen swarthy, a shower. A and then swarthy guy. Yeah. They're running around in the woods in the daytime. I mean, sure. Th- this movie is like shitting on this movie is like picking on that kid that has to wear the helmet and licks windows. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's a fucking piece of shit. I, okay. Um, you no, know, you're right. I, 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 yeah, I can't disagree with you. God, <laughs> he's offended. It's bad. Yeah. Okay. It's real bad. I and know. The music. And dude, the bar dancing, I swear at one point, part of that was just a loop. Oh, no, I know it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't watch this movie. It's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. It is. I'll uh-huh. talk to you later. No, you're Bye. right. You're exactly right. He, you know what that sounded like? You remember when you used to get in trouble? in school and you'd come home and you knew you had an ass <laughs> yeah. and your dad would just look at you and go, son, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Disappointed. And that, yeah. that was actually worse in a way. I'd rather yeah. take the ass kicking and get on with my day. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to give me the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what that phone call from Alan was like. Yeah. Darian, I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Misery Road was poo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, it's bad. Well, so Jason Harrell watched it, and uh, he was texting me while he was watching it. I was at work. I've got a theory about how this that whole fucking thing came to be. Okay, we'll get into that in immersion therapy. All right, but first we got to get down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom of the Hardies. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Patrick Room, House, my favorite degenerate. What's up, this big week? baby? <clears throat> Oh, I do hope everyone is doing well and having a good new year. So far, so uh, I good. I hope I got in on time this time. You but, did. Uh, I think I'll always be fucking learning late. Anyway, let me just get to it. Yeah. Um, Educating department. Come on. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, on the Terror Dome, you got Jesse Lee versus Ballot. What do you think? Um, you know Tough what? one, right? Vampire I, on I like vampire? Jesse Lee better. Okay. But I think you're right about... Um, Ballot being a more powerful vampire. I think so. So, you know, we're just going to go ahead and give it to uh, to Valak on oh, that ready? one. Uh, as far as the meat hooks, we got bad vampire bad. films. There's a lot of them, dude. I got a couple of these fuckers for you. Okay. How about uh, Queen of the Damned? Yeah. The, <laughs> Repeat the offender. To interview with the vampire. Wow. Obviously, you Was couldn't get really? all of the big, big name actors and actresses that were in the first one. You didn't get so. any of them. He just threw some fucking shit together and saw what stuck. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much a big piece of shit. You I know agree. What I mean, uh, for number two, how about Dracula 2000? I was not mad for at that. For some reason, <laughs> I remember being excited for this flip coming out. Uh, I heard about it coming out or 
I don't know, maybe a Fangoria or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and it was just a big fucking pile of shit. Wes but Craven nothing presents. Nothing competes with the big pile of shit, number one. And that's got to be uh, Dario Argento's track. Oh, I forgot about that one. I don't know what else to say about this. It's great. Other cool. than fucking, I like Dario Argento and I hate this fucking flick. It's bad. I mean, Rutger Hauer is it, not Dracula. Don't think to yourself, I have to see the worst vampire movie. It's it's bad. Just know it's bad. You can just move the fuck on, it's, even if you're a Dario Argento fan, it, and especially if you're a Dario Argento completionist. It's, it's going to fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, what are you looking at? The part <laughs> what do you got, man? Uh, I got to catch the new Exorcist flick. That's bad. Uh, Exorcist Believer. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. also poo. Man. It's poo. fucking piece of shit. Exactly. Man. What the fuck are you doing with this, man? I didn't do it. I was Don't watching blame it, me. <laughs> and I think the David Gordon Green guy, I think he missed kind of, I think he made the common mistake that a lot of people do with The Exorcist. What's that? And say, oh, this is a, uh, this is a flick about, you know, a little girl named Reagan who's right. possessed. And if you watch the flick, yes, that happens in there, but it's really, it's about uh, Father Karras, right? I believe. And mm. uh, Father Damien, and him struggling with uh, his faith. And that's truly what the flick's really about. Yes. GP'd, as he's mm-hmm. wont to do. Yep. I don't know why Dracula mm. 2000 is getting such a bad rap. Have you seen it, buddy? Yeah, I thought it was okay. It's. I mean, I, it's not the you know definitely it, not one of the greatest no, ones. It's not the best it's, it's thing not, you've ever seen. It's not shit. No, <laughs> there are definitely worse vampire movies out there. Yes, I like Gerard Butler as a uh, mulleted trench coat wearing mm-hmm. Dracula in Louisiana. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't have a problem with that. Um, <clears throat> the only thing. I just did that Kermit the Frog voice thing again. <laughs> uh, the only problem I had with it is that they kind of twisted the uh, the vampire mythos and that you could kill them by hanging them. Oh, yeah. I thought that was kind of dumb. Yeah, that was Because that's how they kill them at the end. They mm-hmm. hang them. All right. That's, that's stupid. Uh, I thought it was I, <clears throat> definitely not the best thing I've ever seen, but I wasn't mad at it. Right. Um, what else? Uh, Queen of the Damned. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he called back. Here he comes. G motherfucking peed. G motherfucking peed. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Man, I had so little to talk about. I thought I was going to get through with Bullshit. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, I think he just totally missed the fucking point of that. And what, yeah. what's his thing? Hey, this is a direct sequel to the original Exorcist. Okay. But this time it's badass because two girls are possessed. Yeah, but... but take a look at this flick if you haven't seen it already. I'm sure everyone has. But am I mistaken? Are the special effects in the original look better than these fucking special? Oh yeah, I would agree. I would what agree. What the 100%. fuck were they thinking? What the fuck were they doing? And then it gives like a uh, like an M Night Shyamalan twist at the end. But oh, I... what? But it's like you know when when M Night Shyamalan does his twist. I mean, so far you know they're like. Half of them are pretty decent, and the other half are like, eh, whatever, that's kind of silly or yeah. stupid or whatever. But this one here is like, it tried to do this, oh my god, twist, like we were supposed to, it was like, well, there you go. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, it's just such a fucking forgettable flick, such a piece of shit that 
I can't believe it's got the title of The Exorcist attached right. to it. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you, like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in, dude. Have you mm-hmm. you've seen Exorcist Believer? Right? Yeah. Okay, a number of issues mm-hmm. I have. I don't. I'm not going to beat you over the head with this. Right. Uh, number one, multiculturalism. Mm-hmm. The crux of the original, you know, exorcist with Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Why do we have a rabbi and that weird <laughs> African guy and uh, whatever? Uh, I think there was a uh, Muslim dude. Why? What? It's a Catholic thing, dude. Yeah. Okay, so that's it's pro- like it's like the joke, you know, a Muslim, a, you know, a Catholic, and everything goes into a bar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, that's that's probably my biggest beef. My second biggest beef is that it was clearly never meant to be an exor- exorcist movie. Right. It was an. It's an exorcism. They, they, they should just call it exorcism believer. Yeah, the fucking you know, uh, devil and the girls or whatever. Yeah. But then they had to shoehorn Ellen Burstyn and uh, Linda Blair in there at the last 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And, call, and now they can make an extra couple million by slapping the exorcist on. Right. Poo, buddy. Mm-hmm. I say poo to you. Poo to you. And poo to exorcists. Uh, that is all we have on the listener mail, my friend. Do you have anything for Tim, Coop Newcomb, Alan, or uh, Tom Hardy? Thanks, everybody, for calling and writing in. You guys rock. Yes. You already knew that. Speaking of rock, you ready to get into a movie? Sure am. Nikki's pushing me to drop your pieces. I'm going broke. I can't live off of nothing. And I can't live off 10% of nothing. I haven't finished painting in three months. Try this. The closest thing they got to a pure, uncut mix of cocaine DMT. Yeah. 2019, written and directed by Joe Bagos. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, did we get bagos in this one. Yes, we did. I thought I was going to have a seizure or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, got 5.9 stars on IMDb. This film is not rated. Stars, Dora Madison, True Collins, and Reese Wakefield. Mm-hmm. I lo- hey, how do you feel about Joe Bagos, buddy? Um, VFW. It's um, h- Mind's Eye. 
Um, Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Not like films I want to keep watching. Dude, they're... they're... I I get a headache watching these. I actually have to have a light on because if it's dark, it's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Are you trying to, like, unscrew my head Mm -hmm. is what it feels like. Yeah. it's, It's a good show. Story is great. Um, if he would just take it easy, tone it down on the fucking color palette, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Good, well, mm-hmm. nobody is. Uh, all right, I did. Let me dive on. I even tried blinking while the, <laughs> while the strobe was going just to see if I could focus better. <laughs> but he's got protective shades. On. <laughs> I know, Joe Bagos movie, buddy. Hold on, I gotta get some safety glasses. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's all of his movies are like that. Yes, man. it is. It is hard sometimes. I, I love VFW, but even at times, it's like, dude, you just gotta. I can't even see what you're doing. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're we're in LA. We start off meeting our main character. Her name is uh, Desi Donahue, and she is a artist, and she is fully entrenched in the LA art lifestyle scene, for lack of a better term, and that includes a very strong constant undercurrent of drug use mm-hmm. uh, pretty much every scene uh in this movie she is either getting high or drunk or both or passed out from being high or drunk or both a lot of that going on so watch out for that we start off in her artist's loft where she is uh supposed to be working on a painting instead there's a lot of heavy metal music and she's hanging around with jeremy garner yeah I like Jeremy Gardner. We know we know him from a lot of uh, horror, recent independent horror films. Uh, he got his big break with The Battery. Have you seen The Battery? Mm, oh, that's a good one. That's all right. Um, Spring, he was in. After Midnight was a great show. Mm, I like yeah. that one a lot. Um, quite a few. He's an independent filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing her boyfriend slash fuck buddy yeah. kind of a deal. He, he's a loser. Pretty much everybody in this movie is a loser. Yeah. Except maybe the agent. He seemed all right. Um, so she is going to uh, take him to work. She's got to be somewhere. She's got an appointment. Uh, she gets in the, the car. We're in L.A., so there's a lot of, like, the L.A. aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, sunset all the time. Well, that kind of plays into how the story goes. Uh, driving through downtown L.A. If anybody's ever been to L.A., you'll recognize a lot of uh, familiar landmarks. Um Drops him off. He's a bartender. He's a loser. Uh, from there, she starts making phone calls. Calls her agent. She's behind on a deadline. I guess she's uh, got to have a painting ready by a certain date. And mm-hmm. she's fallen behind. And now she's falling behind on her bills because yeah. all she's doing is partying. <clears throat> yep. And she's not actually painting. Behind on rent. Behind on everything. Yeah. And uh, she gets an ass chewing from her landlord, a big fat guy named Lance. <laughs> I assume he changed his name to Lance when he moved to L.A. Because that seems like some... A, oh, yeah. It's a very L.A. name, Lance. Yeah, sure. L.A. <laughs> if he, if that guy were in New York, his name would be Harvey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, she's like, oh, I'll get you your money. I'll get you your money. And... Uh, she calls her agent. Her agent's like, hey, what's up with that fucking painting? And she's like, I need another advance. And he's like, well, I need a fucking painting. Uh, and then she calls the gallery owner. I guess the she's got some kind of an art show at this gallery. Mm-hmm. And it's already been pushed back a couple of times. And um, 
they're thinking about canceling it. So then she calls the gallery owner and she's like, hey, I'm going to have your painting ready by the end of the week, despite what you may have heard. So it's still on. We're still doing it. Um, And then she immediately calls her drug dealer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So I guess that. Well, you need inspiration. I get that. Sure. Uh, so she calls her drug dealer, goes over to the drug dealer's house. George Went is hanging around the drug dealer's house. Yeah. Norm from Cheers. I know. That was so weird. Woo, was the other guy Bull from uh, Night Court? I don't think so. But okay. He, he did look like him. Yeah, though. he did. He might have been. I don't know, Richard Mole, I think, was his name. Um,. It's a weird situation, and this is this is where we're going to get bagosed because apparently, when you live in a drug house, you just keep the green light on all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, and that you just learn to live in a green hue of green. Mm-hmm. That would give me a fucking headache. Oh yeah, I would never be able to find anything. Nope. You know, especially if it's green, <laughs> it's yeah. gone. Um, goes over there, and we get a scene here reminiscent of. Uh, Reminded me a lot of the Eric Stoltz scene in Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Where he's like breaking out the different drugs for mm-hmm. John Travolta. Uh, so what this drug dealer specializes in is something called bliss. Mm-hmm. And he explains it. He says it's a, a mix of cocaine, DMT, some other fucking shit. Uh, nothing that you want to put in your body. Right. Is basically what it boils down to. He's got three different, uh, I don't know, uh, flavors uh, of it, I guess. One of them is called the Comanchero. The next one is called Black Dynamite. And the the what the extra strength is called Diablo. Mm-hmm. So naturally, Desi is like, give me the Diablo. Yeah. He's like, okay, it's all yours. Uh, she tries a little hit off it and immediately just kind of mm-hmm. right onto the floor uh, and passes out. And that's where she's going to be for, I assume, a couple hours at least. Yeah. Uh, when she wakes up, she's just on the drug dealer's floor, dude. Don't do drugs at the drug dealer's house. Right. Especially if you're female, you're going to get fingered in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky. If you're not lucky, you're going to wake up with them. That's a whole other thing. Um, what happens is she wakes up there on the floor of the drug dealer's house. There's a full-on rager going on, buddy. Yeah, that was weird. It's like, where the hell? Well, these people. <laughs> First off, you just left me on the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I appreciate you not putting anything inside me while I was asleep. <laughs> but now oh, there's like 50 people in here. It's a full-on rager going on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing shots and snorting things and weeds flying around, all kinds of drugs. There's like a band playing in the living room. Where's the neighbors? Nobody's calling the cops. No. I guess this is just how things the go. The neighbors are at the Rager. They're probably there, too. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just how things go in L.A., Yeah, I would assume. Uh, so that's great. She wakes up. She's like, oh, yeah, whoa, what happened? I slept. Uh, she's like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. She passes the drug dealer, and he's like, yeah, man, you, you hit the floor, and you've been out for a while. And I should mention also that every time she does this bliss drug, we get a very Joe Bagos psychedelic blur uh fucking montage of the room spinning and lights and sounds and fucking things yeah (laughs) it's it's a it's a whole thing um she gets up she's like well okay i'm gonna get up out of here and he's like yeah here's your bag of diablo uh, she's walking out and then this other chick just runs up and jumps on her. We're going to meet her. Apparently she's a friend of Desi. Her name's Courtney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is, uh, pretty hot. 
Yeah. Desi's pretty hot too, but only in like a, uh, like a trashy like way. Like a cunty kind of a, you know, if you could smile. If yeah. she would have smiled at least once in this movie. Right. That would have been yeah, she's such a mm. bitch. Um Des, she's like, "Oh my god, Courtney. Hey, Desi, how are you?" Make a long story short, Des ends up uh, basically hanging out at the party for another three or four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. Uh, a whole lot of smoking and a whole drug party montage. We see Des complaining about some magazine cover she did. And uh, uh, it's uh, basically what it boils down to is uh, Courtney's boyfriend, Ronnie, shows up and they have a threesome in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now... If somebody can find me some of this bliss stuff, <laughs> I'm willing to experiment. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm up to the challenge, I feel like. <laughs> I need to know what if, if it's going to show on a drug test. Though. Yeah. I, need to, I need to work out the semantics. i gotta, so, well, got to find a friend of my wife that's willing to come over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, she wakes up the next day, oh, fucking hungover and shit. We get like a... Whoa, where am I? I think she woke up in her apartment the next day. And she's like, oh, shit. And the painting she was working on, which to her credit was this huge, like, nine-by-nine canvas, suddenly has, like, oh. So to describe the painting, because the painting is kind of a pivotal point in the story, it starts off as just like this uh, red background uh, with like a white inlet and then like a fade into the white. If that makes any sense at all. Not really. I know. I thought it looked like a vagina. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I thought it kind of looked like an eyeball at first. Uh, it kind of does kind of look like a vagina now that you mention it. Uh, but apparently while she was out, she put some work into it. And now there's like little figures at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And they kind of look like they're at a concert or something. I don't know. So that's pretty cool. She's very excited about that. She doesn't remember doing it. So she's like, oh, shit. So now, uh, since we're somewhat coherent in the moment, uh, we have to focus on getting some some work done. Goes and sees her agent. Her agent's like, hey, dude, uh, we are twice overdue on this fucking gallery showing, and I need to show the owner of the gallery that you're at least doing something. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, man, I really did not like Des." In this, she was just such a fucking yeah. bitch to everybody. You don't fucking get it, bro. Okay, I just can't turn this on and turn it off. Ugh, I need another ten thousand dollars, or I'll take my painting somewhere else. And he's like, "Okay, good, because mm-hmm. uh, I am not making any money off. You're not making any money. Period. I'm not making a percentage off the money that you're not making. Nobody is happy here, so I'm dropping you as a client. Mm-hmm. Okay." So she's like, well, fuck you too, man. Gets in her convertible and takes off. Again, calls the gallery owner, and she's like, okay, so I just dropped my, my agent, but uh, the painting's ready. It's going to be ready on Wednesday. So, okay, very cool. <clears throat> After that, she goes home, tries to paint again, uh, does a little bit kind of – whenever she goes into painting mode – with. Bagos loves himself some montages, oh, and it's all here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> yeah, it's all about like colors splashing at a canvas, and her getting mad, and then smoking more weed, and then getting madder, and then like doing a a couple lines of bliss, and then like doing shots, and then getting madder, and then like 
Eventually, the sun goes down, and I assume it's like 11, 12, 30 at night. She gets all fired off, and then she calls Courtney. Where are you, bitch? I don't know. Uh, and then she's basically just kind of takes off. Mm-hmm. Excellent. We've accomplished absolutely nothing. Um, goes cruising around. Start, appara- this movie was made in 2019, buddy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in some fucking alternate dimension, they still had payphones in 2019. I know. So weird. I, I don't think you could. I don't think you, we've had one here in Reno since 2015 at the latest. Yeah. Then that's a stretch, man. I haven't seen one in days. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she, I thought it was weird also because she has a cell phone that she's using to call mm-hmm. her uh, agent and the uh, uh, gallery owner, but then she keeps stopping at pay phones to call Courtney. Strange, right? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she, hey, what did you give me? Oh, what happened? Oh, let's hook up. Uh, she hooks up with Courtney again, and now Courtney and her boyfriend Ronnie are there. They look like um, they jumped off of a erotic novel cover about vampires. Mm-hmm. I would say not to give anything away, but right. that's pretty much how they dress and how they act. Uh, Desi hooks up with them at some bar. Uh, continues to get hammered and high and do bliss. Uh, Courtney and Ronnie convince her to go to another bar where a concert is happening and the bar owner wants to meet her to possibly work out some kind of an arrangement for a backdrop or something. But Mm -hmm. she passes out halfway into the conversation with the owner. She just hits the (laughs) deck. Uh, She makes her way down to the bathroom and immediately starts vomiting blood. Mm-hmm. Into the toilet in like a very greasy, meaty blood kind of a thing. Not like yeah. a, not like oh, there's red stuff coming out, but like a whole slimy kind of a yeah. You know, it's like when you're you drank too much, right? And then you you threw up everything in your stomach and you're dry heaving. Now that yellow shit is coming out. Yeah, a lot like that, except it was blood. Right. Grow. I've been there. I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've thrown up in the bathroom of many a shitty bar. <laughs> it sucks because you know your face is about two inches away from where somebody's balls were five minutes ago. <laughs> that's where his ass was. That's what you know. That's what that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, vomits, uh, kind of like spazzes out for a second, like just kind of takes a second to regain herself there on the disgusting bathroom floor. Uh, in comes some random chick, and she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? Whatever. I'm going to check my makeup. Courtney comes in behind the random chick and basically bites the random chick's neck open mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of goes into lesbian makeout mode with Desi on the floor where she's, like, spitting blood in her mouth and it's all running down her boobs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think what really happened here is that Bagos wanted to get in the pants of Dora Madison, mm-hmm. the actress that played uh, uh, Desi. Mm-hmm. I fucking hope he succeeded. Right. Because with all this naked blood spew and girl-on-girl stuff, somebody better have been getting at least a digit dropped on him. Right. Or some, round second base or something, buddy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that kind of snaps Desi out of it, and she's like, oh, what? Huh? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, I'm okay now. Uh, she kind of staggers out of the bar, blood dripping down her chin. Um, again, montage, psychedelic, mm-hmm. wakes up in her apartment, and again, there's more work done on the painting. So she's like, oh, okay, what? Yeah. 
Um, the painting now basically depicts a pile of people in like a... It kind of reminded me of that scene in World War Z where every yes, zombies, I was going to say that yeah, yeah, all the zombies are stepping on each other trying to trying get to over get a, the wall yeah yeah, kind of like that, but it only goes up to about knee high right. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but now she's all freaked out because of course she doesn't remember doing this. She's like, oh, what the hell? Um, spazzes out, makes a bunch of phone calls. Nobody calls her back because she's a bit of a bitch, mm-hmm. buddy, to everybody. Yeah. Uh, calls Jeremy Garner. He comes over and I think they have sex, but in a very weird standing up, just kind of stand behind you and grunt kind of a way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, I like it when my wife is on top. That's my jam. <laughs> Some people just want to pretend you're in a crowded bus and dry hump you to death, I guess. I, whatever works for you, dude. I don't think they even took their clothes off, but that's fine. She, she probably said, you don't pay hey, me enough for this. Yeah, hey, what are you doing? Hey, get, no, you get in front of me. Keep what those you, pants on. Hey, what? Get out of there. Uh, so that's fine. Um, afterwards, she kind of like starts yelling at him, what are you fucking doing? You're a loser. And he's like, I'm a loser. You're a fucking degenerate. And he's like... You could tell that uh, Jeremy Garner's character, I think his name was Clive, actually cared about Desi. Because mm-hmm. he's like looking at all these drugs and empty booze bottles, and he's like, bro, Get your act you're going to fucking kill yourself. Mm-hmm. you got to slow it down. And Your painting looks great, by the way, but still, you got to do something. Uh, she gets all pissed off and tells him to go fuck himself. And yep. he's like, all right, go fuck myself. Goodbye. Don't, never talking to you again. Okay, see ya. Uh, he leaves, and then again, she does a bunch of coke and bliss and booze, and like she's trying to paint, but she can't, so she just starts walking around in circles, and she's trying to get a hold of Courtney to find out what the hell she gave her, so that she can either get some more or do a an offset drug to kind of, I guess, slow her down somehow. Yeah, I don't do drugs, buddy, other than. Uh, Monster energy, really. That's about <laughs> yeah. that's about as hard as I go. Uh, but if you're do if you got to find a drug that'll bring you down from the first drug that you did, that's a bad sign right there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, can't get a hold of Courtney. All pissed off. Uh, eventually, hops in her car and leaves. Uh, goes driving around. Uh, goes. She she's want the. I, I guess she's all hopped up. Is what we're getting at. So she calls her drug dealer, the big fat guy that hangs out with Norm, and he, she's like, "Hey, what are you? You got anything? Are you holding? What's going on?" So she drives over there to the Green Light House, and uh, there's George, or uh, yeah, well, I don't, Norm, for lack of a better term, he just kind of—I don't know if he lives there or he just goes there and plays cards every single day. Yeah, I couldn't figure that one out with either. that other guy that he hates. Mm-hmm. A very strange situation. These two don't like each other, uh, Norm and the other guy. No. Uh, an argument breaks out there while Desi is trying to buy drugs. Uh, the other guy pulls a gun on Norm. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? But then he like accidentally like elbow smashes the drug dealer. And he's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. But then the blood starts coming out of the drug dealer's nose. And Desi is now like, she's got the cold sweats. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, ugh. So she jumps over the counter and basically attacks her drug dealer. Rips his throat out, drinks a bunch of his blood. Uh, Norm is like, uh, I don't know. I got to get back to that bar in Boston. So <laughs> yeah. She's like, she bites his arm off and starts drinking his blood. Um, 
The other old guy, I think she killed also, but I don't remember how. Make a long story short, she walks out of there with the gun. So, good for her. Goes back to her apartment and it starts uh, fucking around there. Uh, Lance shows up and he's like, hey, bitch, where's my fucking money? And I could be wrong about this part, but I think she sucks his eyeball out. She, like, attacks him, yeah. jumps on him, bites him, maybe it's just something. bites him in his face or something. Yeah. Uh, gets a bunch of blood off of him. Good for her. So now we are clearly uh, crossing into vampire country. Oh, yeah. Here, right? No fangs. Uh, yeah, no fangs. Not really any cool vampire powers that I noticed. Um so that's good. I think uh, she leaped pretty far, though. She did. She cleared the... Yeah, maybe maybe you get, like, some quads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. <laughs> yoked-ass legs all of a sudden. You're jumping Go, go gadget legs. Bow! <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's where we're headed. But about this time, she blacks out again. Big, crazy, bloody montage with the colors and the spinning tiles and the painting. When she wakes up again... Uh, the painting has gotten more completed. Mm-hmm. It's got like the whole, it's got like a, it's going over the wall is where the people are going. The, yeah. the, the pile is getting higher and higher. Uh, very cool. Uh, she wakes up that night because now she's only coming out at nights and she's like in panic mode because she doesn't really remember what happened, but she has an inkling. So she immediately starts trying to call the drug dealer. Nobody's answering, obviously. She goes downstairs and tries to uh, get a hold of Lance, the uh, the landlord. Nobody answers his door. She's having a full-on freakout because she's starting to realize that she killed everybody and drank their blood. Yeah. And she's like, oh, fucking shit. So she calls Jeremy Gardner, knowing that he's the only one that actually gives a shit. So he comes over. Again, uh, he's like, hey, dude, dude, dude. Look, what all this drugs, alcohol, you're freaking right out. You're having some kind of a mental break. Uh, your painting looks great, by the way. And she's like, you know what? I don't fucking care. He's, just, and he's like sweating and ripping clothes off. And uh, eventually, I think she Pez dispensers him, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, but from here, again, with the booze and the drugs and the painting and the, all that she, I don't know if she's hallucinating or what the fuck happened, but um, Jeremy comes back, I assume, as a vampire. Maybe? That's that's my guess. Okay. But I'm like, well, they didn't really lead on to that. Well, so at first, she, th- th- part of this music montage, he's like crawling at her across the floor. She picks up the gun and shoots him and then jumps into the bathroom and he's like still banging on the door like, ah, you killed me once. How many times are you going to kill me? You're killing everybody. Bang, bang, bang. But the music is ramping up in this montage of psychedelic bagos business flying around. And then uh, eventually the uh, she pops out and he's there and now he's just standing there. His throat has been slit, but his head is still attached. Yeah. So when she killed him the first time, his head like cocked back like a Pez dispenser. Oh, yeah. Now it's just there and he's got like a gnarly cut on his neck. So I'm thinking like vampire healing abilities. Maybe. I don't know. And he's like, now we can create together because we're going to be together forever. I'll give you many babies. <laughs> vampire babies. I think you lay eggs now, but I will fertilize your eggs and they will hatch and they'll be... While he's having this conversation, she's like, no, 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 get away, get away. Um, out of nowhere, Courtney pops up behind him and stabs him in the ne- in the chest, like through the back, mm-hmm. with a big stick. 
So yeah. it's like a stake through the heart. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Garner collapses to the floor and immediately dissolves into a puddle. Yep. Excellent. And Courtney's like, dude, you got to quit killing people. Yeah, you're a vampire now, but there's rules you got to, you got to, you know, abide by. Mm-hmm. And make a long story short, we get a nasty cat fight between Desi and Courtney. Uh, a lot of rolling around and kicking each other in the face. In the end, uh, Desi gets the better of Courtney and bites her face off. And then stabs her with the stick, which causes Courtney to dissolve into a puddle. And then we get a whole Bagos montage of painting and naked uh, fucking shit and um, spinning around and erotic dancing and more painting and flashing and strobing. And um, at the end, the painting is done. It's basically Des wearing all these people like a miniskirt. Being topless, assumingly in hell, judging by the backdrop. Yeah. And uh, then the sun comes up and Des explodes. Yeah. And that's pretty much, that's the end of your movie right there. Yeah. At one point, the the lady that had the um, artwork, she shows up at the building. Mm. But, so does the agent. Oh, yeah. And they're both very impressed with the way the painting's going. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you're back on. Okay, great. So you're, you're ready to go? And she's like, yeah, man, and you're fucking fired, too, because you, you already dropped me, so you're not getting shit, okay, mm-hmm. bitch? Yeah. yeah. I did not like Des- Desi at all. No. I like the movie. I like, uh, you know, the, the undercurrent of the L.A. drug scene. I yeah. like the, um, I did the, the color palette. That's hard. That's a hard watch. It's, it's hard on the eyes, dude. Yeah. You know? And it's, uh, that's, just, that's just Bagos. That's how mm-hmm. he does it. He loves himself some bananas lighting to really fuck you up. Buddy. Yes. Yeah, I think he does it just to get at you. He knows you're going to watch the movie. <laughs> he knows I'm going to make you watch the movie, so he's got us both. I'm going to give those two assholes a headache. That's what he's thinking <laughs> right. of himself. I say check it out. Uh, it's a good show. It's You just got to get around that color palette. Mm-hmm. And uh, Desi's kind of a bitch, but I don't think you're supposed to like her, which I didn't. Uh, She's pretty hot, though. Uh, yeah. Dora Madison, she's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. I like the curly hair. Situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dudes, check it out. I saw it on Tubi. Buddy, where'd you stream it? Tubi? Tubi. Check it out on Tubi. We're going to take a little break. I'm going to burp. <clears throat> Excuse me.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, buddy. There he is. There he is. He's back. This is about that time of the show. We like to do a little something called three on a meat hook, my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Top three horror film spoofs, buddy. Yes. Now this is, uh, I feel like my list is going to be a bit controversial. Yeah, you think so? That's right, controversial, (laughs) because that's a word. Controversial. Uh, What do you got on number three? Number three, what we do in the shadows. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'd call that a spoof, but it's definitely well. I guess it is, right? Yeah, because he's like they're like spoofing the vampire, vampire. archetypes mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, I get. It. I didn't really think of that, but yeah, that probably should have been on my list for sure. <laughs> Great, it's probably probably my favorite horror comedy. I would say, other than possibly Shaun of the Dead. No, I would say I would say what we do in the shadows. Yeah, I would say what we do in the shadows is probably one of your top like yeah. number one probably. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't really think of it as a spoof until now. You son of a bitch. <laughs> You're welcome. God damn it, buddy. <laughs> Uh, my number three, Saturday the 14th. Oh. Have you seen it? No. It's dumb as shit. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. has nothing to do with Jason Voorhees at all. No. Uh, it's basically a, uh, a, a vampire, a, were- a vampire couple and a werewolf and a, uh, like a creature from the Black Lagoon move into a suburban home mm. and, uh, their next door neighbors are trying to, they're getting wise. Oh, or they're okay. actually they're trying to get into their old to get back into their old house. I watched it a couple months ago and it's dumb as fuck. It's, an, okay. it's a terrible movie. Uh, but I remembered watching the shit out of it as a kid because it was like the one horror movie that I could watch without pissing my pants. <laughs> okay. So Saturday the fourteenth for me, dude. All right. How about number two? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Again, I don't really think of that as a spoof, per Just se. mocks the whole zombie genre. Yeah. And uh, I, like, I like that there's just a couple of losers. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Another great horror comedy. I'm still going to go What We Do in the Shadows over Shaun of the Dead. If I'm going to rate your meat hook, <laughs> okay. if I'm going to basically rip off your meat hook and rearrange it to my own, uh, that's where I would put it. Uh, my number two is a little film, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Repossessed. It's basically oh. a Leslie Nielsen spoof of yeah. The Exorcist. Yeah. Best part of the whole movie is when they're doing The Exorcism. Linda Blair plays Reagan, mm-hmm. and she's on the bed, and she's going, Lick me! Lick me! Lick me! <laughs> and Leslie Nielsen turns around, and she's turned into a giant ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. Uh, that's my number two. How about number one? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, Everything that's like in a horror movie, but it's all accidental. It's all stupid. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, the the quote-unquote slashers are actually just a couple of dudes <laughs> trying to go about their, their fishing trip. Mm-hmm. And these idiot kids f- keep finding ways to kill themselves. And <laughs> yeah. they're getting blamed for it. Yep. I love it. That's that's probably my my fa- I would if I was to rearrange your meat hook, I would probably go what we do in the shadows, Tucker and Dale, and then Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Not that it matters what my, <laughs> my opinion is. Because my number one is gonna be kind of out there, and I think I'm gonna catch some shit for this, but that's fine. Hmm. Evil Dead Two. Oh, I thought I, about that one. I feel like it's a spoof of Evil Dead 1. Right. It's like uh, somebody, I read somewhere that basically it could be kind of interpreted as Evil Dead 1 is what happened. Right. Evil Dead 2 is Ash giving you his version of what happened. That's why he's got all the cool oh. one-liners and the shotgun <laughs> and he's blowing the heads off of everybody. Yeah. So in, in that way, it's kind of like a spoof of its own prequel. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, that's our meat hook, inmates. Top three horror spoofs. Uh, Padded Room Podcast. Just click the uh, three on a meat hook link. You can put it in there. Or you can call us, area code 775-387-0275, or mail at paddedroompodcast.com. Let us know what you think, your top three horror spoofs. Mm-hmm. But now it's time for the Terra Dome. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll be crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll be dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. To the Terradome. Yeah. First, last week's winner. Valak knew the interloper to be a rare and powerful vampire, much like him. But Jesse Lee was orphaned. His creator hadn't given the gift of knowledge or control over the dark gift. Combat was joined and over quickly. If Jesse had been a little less hostile, he could have learned a lot from Valak. With a vote of 6-2, to two, Valak advances over Jesse Lee. Mm-hmm. I get that. That makes sense. They're both vampires. They're both <clears throat> dirty Southwest vampires yeah. hanging out in the desert, which is also pretty cool. Uh, That'd be a good battle, though. Jesse's just a guy, though. You know, I mean, yeah, I, yeah he's a vampire, and he bursts into flames in the sunlight. I don't 
he didn't fly. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't use any cool powers. I mean, he got shot quite a bit. He survived that. Right. But other than that, he didn't even have fangs. No. That's kind of a thing, man. you got to have the fangs. I think so. Otherwise, you're just a guy. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. A guy? Just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Yes. We are in the Inferno Inferno Conference <clears throat> Round 14. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer and usually can't read my own handwriting. <clears throat> Slowly, she was returning to herself. Like waking up from a very lucid dream and finding yourself sleepwalking in a different body. She felt hazy and lost. Her body was running on instinct. Her mouth was saying words she'd never say, talking to men she'd never acknowledge, and doing things with them that she would never do. It wasn't really her body, that's why. It was made up from dismembered sex workers and piecemealed together. She had died a week ago in a lawnmower accident, but here she was walking the streets. Finally, a familiar landmark, something from her youth, a place that reminded her of the life she once lived. The sign at the gate read, Hellfest. The screams coming from inside could have been from the haunted attractions or from the actual dead bodies being discovered throughout the night. Singles competition, we have the other versus Frankenhooker, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody wanted Frankenhooker in the, in the tournament, so I, that's what I did. I'm going to go with the other. Okay. I'm going to have to go with uh, Frankenhooker on this one. Because while she's silly as shit, she's still a reanimated corpse. True. And the other appears to just be a guy. Again, just a guy. A guy? <laughs> a guy. <laughs> That's your Terradome matchup for the weekend, mates. Closing out the Inferno Conference. It's Frankenhooker versus the other. Uh, get us your votes by next week if you can. And while you're contemplating that match, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? Only got one movie in this week. It's The Breach from 2018. Seen this one? Yes, I did. It's oh, actually you did? on my list. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah. What did you think? Uh, it was it was good. It's fine. Uh, Lovecrafty kind of a gateway to another dimension, and uh, it's got the guy from Quicksand in it. Yeah. Uh, effects were pretty good. I really, I actually, now that I think about it, I really like the mm-hmm. effects when they come. Out of the gateway, and they're all fucked off. They've mm-hmm. got like side mouths and other people growing out of their back. Right. That part was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, for being a fairly low budget movie, I guess. Um, other than that, I thought it was a good show. I think I found it on Tubi. Yeah, if I'm I think not that's mistaken. Where, I think that's where I found it. That was a pretty good show. Uh, heavy on the Lovecraft element. Yes. And you can see um, From Beyond. You can see a lot of From Beyond in mm-hmm. this one. Uh, yeah, worth checking out, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's all I got to see, man. What did you get? All right, well, I got quite a list because it's been a while, it's so I'm while. just going to skim through them Just real fast. Run, run us through. <laughs> Trailer Park of Terror. What would su- you think of that? I'm already, <laughs> I'm already jumping in. What would you think of that? <laughs> I did really care for it. Really? Yeah. I thought it was fun. It's, it's silly. 
Yeah. Uh, fucking trailer park with zombies and uh, all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, because last time you guys were talking about, I'm like, okay, I got to check this out. So it, I, was one of them. I mean, if you know, it's called Trailer Park of Terror. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not in for a cinematic masterpiece here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right. But, I won't interrupt you again, I promise. <laughs> okay, Savannah Haunting, The Breach, Veronica, Crimson Peak, Uma, Girl Gone Bad, Totally Killer, It Follows, Polaroid, Anguish, Tales from the Other Side, the Privilege, Deliver Us from Evil, Ragnarok, Hell on the Shelf, uh, The Girl Who Killed Her Parents, The Boy Who Killed Her Parents is like part two okay. or ish, whatever. And then The Girl Who Killed Her Parents, which is like, it, it's all like the same story. So it's like a documentary movie. Oh. It's Girl's View, Boy's View, and oh, then like okay. the total. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then Paranormal, Paranormal Activity 5, Next of Kin, and some other movie I can't remember what I watched. Okay. <laughs> right on. What did you think of uh, Paranormal Activity next to Kim? I actually liked it. Um, when I watched it, I think I liked it because I didn't know it was a Paranormal Activity movie. That is kind of what – that was the deal breaker for me. Yeah. So when I watched it, I was just like, oh, wow, this chick is going to go see her Amish you know, family or whatever yeah. and some weird shit's going to happen. Yeah. And I was like, sick. Yeah, I got to watch this out. I was like, well, that's a good movie. And then after – then as a credit started rolling, I saw Paranormal Activity. I'm like, wait, what? And yeah. then I looked at that. I'm like, well, that was dumb. It's not really even anything about it. So number two things. Number one, that was a cash grab, clearly. Mm-hmm. Somebody got the rights to Paranormal Activity and just slapped that on there at the last second. There's not even any real Paranormal Activity in the movie. No. It's a different – I don't want to ruin it for anybody, right. but it, it goes in a different direction. Yeah. Number one. Number two, there's no tie-in at all. Yeah, no name-calling, nothing. No, nothing. No midwives, no Katie and uh, what's uh, Christina. Yeah. Nothing. So, I don't know, that, that part kind of pissed me off. If yeah. it had been called something else and I hadn't watched it with some kind of an expectation, I might have liked it a lot more. Yeah, the, o- the only thing similar to paranormal, paranormal Activity is you wait till the end till shit happens. Yeah, of course. And it's all found footage, too. So there's that. Yeah. But the found footage actually was pretty good in it, I thought. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. Right on. Uh, time for some immersion therapy, amigo. Yeah. So you want, what do you want? You want to fight me? Is that what you want? <laughs> Digging the raids. Mount, Mount Misery Road. <laughs> <laughs> Immersion Therapy. How far did you get? Did I mean, you watch the whole thing? I, I watched the whole thing. That a boy. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I did hit the fast forward a little bit. You know, the 10 seconds. Like, uh, boop, boop, boop. Okay, it's slowing down. Boop, boop. Do you think it's so bad it's good? Uh... Okay, so this is actually, I, I don't know if I would say it's so bad it's good. I mean, in a way, in a way, it reminds me of our film. Sure. You know, yeah. the, the whole bar scene, I was like, that kind of reminds me of Floyd's. Yeah. So I was like, huh. So I was kind of having a flashback of that. So that was kind of cool, but then the dancing went on too long. I started fast forwarding through it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if it's so bad it's good. Well, maybe it is. I mean, I don't know. Parts of it. Parts of it's so bad it's good. Some of it's so bad it's just bad. I could see like having you and Jason and some of our other friends over making for some this drinks, putting it on, and just being having like, a blast with. Yeah, it. just being like, look at this stupid shit. Yes, and then we'd probably watch our movie right after. Yes, because that is also <laughs> some stupid shit. Um, 
I have a theory about because that couple made another movie. Uh, I I'm not going to watch it. I have no intention of doing it. But it looked like some kind of a slasher situation. Okay. What I think happened, and I formulate Jason and I while he was watching it, we're texting. I think uh, she is a mail order bride. Or some hmm. something to that extent, because she's clearly got a weird like Eastern European accent right. going on, right? Um, and he brought her over here to make quote unquote make her a star. Yeah. And now her brothers are here, and they're threatening to kill him if he doesn't make good on his promise. So he's cobbling these movies together. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to <laughs> save his own ass and keep nailing the hot uh, Polish blonde. Mm-hmm. That's that's my opinion. Right. That's what I think is. Yeah, going I, on. I I believe that a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, man. Oh, it yeah. is terrible. Um, I the, the reason. I, okay, so I fell asleep one night and I woke up as the movie was starting, and I was like, "Oh, there's a hot blonde," and like right after that was that weird scene where they're like laying in bed together. So I was like. Oh, let me see if she's going to take her shirt off. Right. So I hung out for the whole fucking movie thinking she was going to – and it, it just got worse and worse and worse. And like the, the at the end when they're running through the woods just – Oh, my god! Where do you go? Oh, where are you? That was terrible. That was so terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. That's bad. But uh, thank you, guys, Alan, uh, Tim, Buddy, Jason. I know you're out there. For watching this, mm-hmm. and uh, it sounds like Tim still had fun with it. <laughs> yeah. um, if Jason was here, he'd probably slap me. <laughs> yeah, I deserve it. I deserve it. But I needed to know if this crosses the line of so bad it's good. Gosh, I, that's close. It's I, on the border. I kind of, I kind of think that it does at some point. Like what I would need to do. Yeah, to, at some points, <laughs> not the end. I think, I think what we would need to do is like sit down with you and Jason and maybe some other dude and watch it and just see like if if it's laughably bad because that's when it becomes good, right? Right. It's it's not like. Did you ever watch Birdemic? Shock and awe or shock and terror? Whatever I think I it was. did. That is so bad. It's good. There's four of those fucking movies now in a box set with flapping wings that Jason oh. owns. It's mm. dumb. It's dumb as shit. Don't watch okay, it. Okay, maybe I haven't. Seen Don't it. do it, buddy. Um, I guess, I guess that's what we need to do to get a, a solid assessment of how bad this movie is. <laughs> yeah. What do you got for us this week, big guy? Well, part two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put myself on probation from immersion therapy. <laughs> All right, let's let's see. This week, let's check out. 2022's Significant Other. Uh, you'll find this gem on Paramount+. Plus. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same in Compare Notes next week. But now, it is time to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. It is Halloween night. I am uh, feeling social, and I'm going to head down to the bar. Um, I probably should have put a costume on, but I've put some shit together. Uh, Ran into a young lady and a big, fat, annoying guy, and we have decided to go check out a local haunted attraction 
that we mysteriously found a flyer for. God damn if there isn't a bunch of body mod freaks in here looking to kill and torture us all of a sudden. I am, of course, Haunt from mm-hmm. 2019. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I liked it. That's a great show. Yeah. Um, I put that on my Halloween watch list, oh. but I never got around to it. Hmm. Fucking shit. Good thing I got a, a physical copy, buddy. That's right. So I can watch it whenever I want. Physical. Physical. <laughs> Let's get physical media. <laughs> <laughs> Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, I am a alpaca farmer, rancher. I own alpacas, and a lot of them. And I've got a daughter that's wanting to practice witchcraft in a very weird, hippy-dippy kind of way. And a kid that does, smokes a lot of weed while he's taking care of the alpacas. Uh, everything was going pretty smooth until a fucking meteor crashed into my <coughs> well. And now everything is uh, purple. In pink. And uh, the goddamn alpacas are like merging together to form some kind of a rat king alpaca. And uh, God, I hope nothing bad happens to my wife and kid because they are not going. That that could be a bad, bad situation. And I probably have to kill them both Mm because it's going to get ugly. Who might I be, my friend? Tune in next week and I will drop some knowledge on you. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us, buddy, unless you got anything else on the week. No, that's it. It's good to have you back, bro. Yeah, thanks. Missed you. Missed you guys. Um, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Have a Patreon campaign running. Just head on over to paddedroompodcast.com and you'll find the link there. In the meantime, join us next week for Martin here in Vampire Month. Mm, Martin. Martin. Check that shit out, man. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, Supposed to be a vampire movie. It's questionable, though. Uh, join us next week for Martin here in Vampire Month. In the meantime, for Jason and Absentia, possible vampires, the fucking spinneroonie that Bagos put on us yet again, uh, fun drugs to do while you're in Los Angeles, and things you shouldn't do while you're on those drugs in Los Angeles. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. Put my hands up, dance with the heat dry.